Hey everybody, GCR here, and you're listening to the Movie Podcast Network. If you like the GeekCast Live podcast and want to see us continue to grow, be sure to support us on our Patreon at patreon.com slash geekcastlive. How else do we build a Death Star if not with your hard-earned money? GeekCast Live is brought to you in part by audible.com. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So you can listen anywhere on the go. Because listening is the new reading. Go to www.audible.com slash geekcastlive to get your first download free and start listening today. Hello, this is Sherlock Holmes. If you can't get enough Cartoon Joe, check out him. Check him out on this, this freaking show podcast on uh, Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. It's a trap! Another episode of the Geekcast Live podcast. I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Rob Pace. And it's Nico. Cartoon Joe. I got distracted by the music. Is Michael Bolton on the Mount Rushmore of Super Douches? Probably. No, because he can, he can laugh at himself. Mm. Okay, so there's there's self-deprecating humor. He, he understands his where he is in the realm of things so you can't count that as a douche thing right he he's got that kenny g factor that um protects for, for some himself. for some context everybody we are we were talking before the recording uh the 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 baker's mount rushmore of super douche and uh ryan lochte takes the prominent place of abe lincoln chad kroger yeah you think chad, chad kroger makes it that's a that's a good that's a yeah. pretty decent uh, contention. I mean, he's got. I mean, you got. He's got uh, like uh, long, crimped hair. Mm-hmm. Um, necklaces, but, it, but sharp I, teeth. I don't necklaces. I don't think he laughs at himself. I think he thinks he's all that. Yeah. I think he's on there. Um, well, let's see if we can displace him. But right now, he's up there. <laughs> that's a serious. <laughs> that's a serious. That's a great opening salvo, Rob, with Chad Kroger. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, Shia LaBeouf. I don't know because he's kind of crazy. I really like Shia LaBeouf, though. I I, I don't know. I, you, I think he's some think he can laugh at himself. Of like, like artistic. Did, did you, I had to. Was there a you right before the R in that? Yeah, no, I had to was really, like really artistic? emphasize the R in that. Did you Did you hear the uh, the news about him today? What happened today? Oh, was it the the like one ticket sold in the UK? His his new movie premiered in the UK today. It sold one ticket. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> what movie is here's this? A, here's the thing, though. I believe that. I like, think exactly. The... In, in terms of comedy, like, and I'm going to use this as an example really quick. I think the funniest joke is where only one person laughs. So I like I, I think that's almost applicable to this. Like this has to be like some sort of like art that's well, just, so like niche, I guess, that he had well, to I, expect that it would only sell uh, one co- ticket. Comedy comedy is tragedy plus time. So <laughs> Exactly. Uh, whatever it is has already happened and now we wait until it's funny. Exactly. You you you've got now, it. I have I believe I shared with you guys the the news that came, this was a couple of weeks ago. You know that Shia LaBeouf was doing the thing where he had like the, the live feed in New York, in yeah. Hollywood yeah. where you could go up and basically say like, uh, like, like anti-Trump stuff and 4chan trolled it. Mm-hmm. Right. So 4chan goes to the location and they like, you know, they block the lens or they yell anti Shia LaBeouf stuff on there, whatever 4chan trolls do. Anti-Semitic stuff. Yeah. Right. So he moved it to another location and they did it again. Well, then he decided not to advertise the location, but just keep the live feed up. And 4chan found it in like rural Tennessee on like a piece of private property on a flagpole. Yeah. 
by like watching they, the planes fly by. They, they and... were they were watching planes fly by, and then they were they were looking at flight patterns and flight records, times of day, weather. Um, they were having when they finally had it pinned down to like the town it was in. They had they had people on the ground driving roads and honking the horn to see if they could pick the horn noise up on the camera. And That's a they, lot of people that need to get laid a lot more. <laughs> and then, yes. when they finally, then when they finally found it, they snuck onto the property at night. They uh, like took the camera and they they ran a like a Pepe the Frog up the flagpole, and uh, basically to tell Shia LaBeouf, uh, "You can't hide from us." And then he shut his live feed down. <laughs> I just I find that whole thing fascinating. Four Chan is a weird like uh, like speaking as somebody like, who has spent like enough time in high school on Four Chan, it's a weird group of people. That the it's extremely that, strange. That's it's extremely that. strange. I I I don't. It's quite one of those like organizations that you never really quite want to piss off. Like just the, like anonymous. Exactly. Or organization is a strong word for it too. Yeah, yeah but think about but Can, think about how organized they were to take that fucking live feed down. I mean, that's a I'm real with that was a real deal. I mean, that's some you. that's some internet sleuthery. Is that a I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah. I'll allow it. They should focus their efforts on finding Maura Murray. Dick all. Oh, it accomplished nothing. I'm with you. What if what if 4chan said, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna find the killer of those two girls from Delphi. Right. <laughs> yeah, do do something that's even remotely of value. Or pick yeah, an you, enemy you that's even remotely the of value. Point of 4chan, if that's even like sort of your <laughs> assumption. <laughs> oh, I yeah. don't assume anything about 4chan anymore. It's not worth it. Uh, anyway, so we got Chad Kroger. I, uh, I Tom Cr- Tom Cruise down. has to be on there. Shia, he just has to be. Is it Cruise or, or is or it Travolta? Uh, or is it uh, Miscavige? No, because Miscavige, nobody knows or cares who he is outside the that little group of shitbirds. So you kind of have to have some sort of degree of, of so you got to have a, some gravitas. public persona, yeah. Like like Jim Belushi should be on there, but he doesn't have uh, enough gravitas to make it worth our while. The Joe Buck. Joe mm. Buck. I Warmer. Joe Buck. Warmer. You ever seen the video of when somebody threw a whole pizza in his face? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing like an interview on the side of the street, and a guy walked up and just threw a whole pizza in his face. That's magical. <laughs> Didn't he like? Uh, are you serious? Yeah, it's like like pizza. What else were you expecting to throw? Like it it could have been a pie, but that's just like really stereotypical. Like what about Bryce Harper? Why make your case? Well, he's I mean he's he's the uh, the physical epitome of a douchebag. I mean he's he's. He's literally a a bag that's used to fill. You you put liquid in it to clean your badge. (laughs) No, I mean he is a stud at what he does, but he is the, and I and I hope he's a Chotsky, is, but I don't know that he's necessarily. <laughs> he's, a he's on the that. he's I on mean, the Mount Rushmore of Chotskys. He definitely. Listen, I hope he's, what about Charlie Sheen? Do you think he like qualifies? He, he's he's got the hiv now, so he, he he's got no. He gets a pass. Yeah. I hope he's I hope he's listening, but Bryce Harper to me is baseball's Ryan Pulitzer. That's um, that's fair, except for the success in life part. <laughs> like and I said, Poulter. It's I hard for me to. Listening. I mean, I I admit that I like. I think he's douchey, but he's also who am I to say? I mean, I guess you're right. If he's he's got a hundred, he's got 190 mil. He's 23 and has the world by the tail. I who, really. Well, who am, I to, who am I to say? Fucking got a, no, Kroger's got some no. coin too. No, Ryan Lockie. He, he pissed it all away coin. in really bad Canadian Ponzi schemes, and he married that little what's a, dwarfish what's imp a, girl. What's so. a Canadian Ponzi scheme? Because they're too nice for that. It's, it's like a regular Ponzi scheme, but they ask you first, or they apologize <laughs> after. One of the two. <laughs> oh, hey dear, I'm really sorry. I took all your money. It was all an elaborate hey. scheme to buy Green Bay Packers season tickets. I bought all I, these maple cookies. Would you like one? 
not to buy Green Bay Packers season tickets, but to buy that worthless stock that Green Bay Packers sometimes float out there so they can afford Aaron Rodgers. Yes, um, it's a big thing. So, how would you like to own the team, but not really own the team? You see, you just got a piece of paper that says you've got like one of like one sixty-six thousandth of the Green Bay Packers. You really don't need to make any decisions. We don't even have to come to you to talk to you about what we're going to do, but we just want your money. Right. See, I could you could put Tom Brady on your douchey list, but you know, I do. Really, what what angle am I going to take there? There's at least a part of me that knows I'm a better man than Chad Kroger. I don't know that I can prove that about Tom Brady. Darth What's my Raider? angle? Really? What yep. about Gronk? As a what? As a douche. No, he's a he's an American antihero. <laughs> he's like the half work that we all need in the party. <laughs> Hold on, I love. I love, I almost want to pivot completely to American anti-hero. <laughs> it is a segue. Because, like, I think, like, um, like, uh, like Norman Schwarzkopf might be an American anti-hero. H. Norman? I, I think so. Or is he just, a, he's just an American hero, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, you're you're kind of playing a little bit of a hopscotchy thing here. They're, you're, you're intermingling your chotskis and heroes. I think Gronk knows exactly who he is. It's like he walked into a Polish Greek bakery. (laughs) (laughs) Gronk knows who he is. So who 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 is he to be? You know, he he's got the world by the tail. I don't think that. uh, Is that like? Is that I don't think that like you're no longer a douche as long as you're rich. No, 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 no. But you have to have you have to have some level of self awareness. I think uh, I, Gronk. Well, I mean, Gronk, no, Gronk it, knows it, he's a goof. Ryan Locke and and who hates on Gronk? He can he can. Everybody loves him. Somebody like Lochte is barely loved by his mom, but thinks that he's the fucking dude. That's like the perfect uber douche. This is tough. Fair, fair, fair. There's a lot of. There's kind of a lot of qualifications to be in an Uber douche. <laughs> we have, hey, we have two of five. Let's table listeners tweet like, us your suggestions for Uber douches. With the hashtag, it's, it's hard Uber in the douche. it's hard in the sports world. Yes, it's, it's really hashtag, hard in the sports world. Use hashtag Uber douche. Right, please. I would say Lenny Dykstra, but I'm not That's, sure. That's uh. Guys who don't sign been, autographs for kids. I think he's just an <laughs> yes, asshole. Yes, now you're getting warmer. Yes, that's that's up there. He or charge meet. way too much for your autograph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, what a great segue, Nick. Did you do that on purpose? I'm I'm feeling better this week. Are you? Good. <laughs> yeah. Like if Lorenzo Lamas had mass appeal, he could make the Mount Rushmore. But you know, it's I digress. Boy, like Renegade? Scott Bayo, douche. Uh, but not popular enough to be Uber and to make the Mount Rushmore. Oh wow! Yes. We just—I just—I uh. We're pivoting fast here. As no, we I'm do. sorry. I, I, you, you segued to paying for. Um, autographs, and mm-hmm. so I checked. I checked our tournament of bad Twitter poll that's going to give us our final four. Oh, how's that looking? I thought we had the final four. We were getting to our champion. No, no, no. We went from Sweet Sixteen last week to the Elite Eight. Oh, okay. Uh, we're now we're now down to our final four, and then we'll throw another Twitter poll up to bring our final four to our championship game because uh, the Twitter poll worked very well. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, I, I don't, I can't remember. Um, I can read the results off. I can't remember, uh, what, uh, what's the left side of the bracket? What's the right side of the bracket? Uh, left side was you and Nick right side is Rob and I. Okay. So, uh, Nick, your uh, you came down to a, a 12, three, the twelves were strong, man. I they did not strong. Our, our, my man, Alex yard kind of. He, he kind of turned the brackets upside down. Yeah. Bouncing the ones. Well, um, your 12 seed, anything reimagined versus your three paying for autographs. Mm. 
uh, you're paying for with a uh, with seventy two percent of the vote. Paying for autographs advances to the final four. Oh, in a landslide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It the was, referendum it was... goes through. The kids get a new football field. Good for them. <laughs> um, uh, going up against your three paying for autographs, um, with seventy-one percent of the votes, is my number twelve, over-revealing movie trailers. Ooh. Mm. I think we may the... we may have underseated a little bit there. It beat the cast of Dungeon Siege. That's just a travesty. That was Alex playing on his emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I think lots of people just haven't seen Dungeon Siege. <laughs> For the better. Be. Um, the, um, the tightest race. I mean, this was a nail-biter. Like a double overtime Mississippi State-UConn game. Uh, barely beating the number seven. With only fifty-three percent of the vote is uh, the movie Aragon, Joe's number nine seed, <laughs> made the final four. Wow! And um, in and just a total, a total lopsided affair. Um, Rob's three seed makes it to the final four. Ninety-four percent of the vote. Uh, every Fantastic Four film. That's going to be a tough one to beat. It's it's looking like to me, uh, it really it really showed itself to the nation as maybe maybe the uh, the team to beat Rob's number three seed. Every Fantastic Four film, which still makes me giggle. <laughs> so that's our final four: um, over revealing movie trailers, the film Aragon, God, every Aragon Fantastic Four film, and paying for autographs. Oh. Right. That's that's not bad. That's a strong not at all for the uh, for the inaugural bracket. No, now, are we are we going to determine that? Or are we going to put that back out into the Twitter? I think sphere? I think we should Twitter. just. I think it goes to the Twitter sphere. I think uh, I think we have a great format wherein we we pick our sixty four, we advance it to thirty two, we have a guest bring it to sixteen, we have Twitter do final elite eight, final four, and championship. I'm about. I think it. that's kind of a. I think that's a really cool. I think it's a cool format. It's a little, a little everything. Um, we don't want to have too much power going into the final four because I think you might have a, a, a tendency to pick a, a bias yeah. or a bias, as you say. A yep. bias, yeah, if you will. Um, a miasma. Javier Baez, <laughs> um, who almost killed Stephen Piscotti the other night, which was fantastic. If only. Did you dip him in like a thing of coffee? Uh, no, it was the uh, it was the stuff uh. that. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. Because his last name is Piscotti? Sounds good. Did you say Piscotti? Piscotti. Yeah. Aha. I get it now. I was going to make a Roger Rabbit the dip joke, but you oh, stole that nice. thunder. Oh, boy. We had a do review. We did. We did. And I'm, and I'm happy about it. Holy mackerel, uh, was it? Nick, did you get a chance to see it? Um, I only got to see the first half until you fuckers decided to call me. Oh. Put me on this program. <laughs> you disappoint. <laughs> Begrudgingly. What do you want me to do? People got kids try. and jobs. Just, and just try. Just the modicum of effort. Just, 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 just believe. Try. Spoken like a true mm-hmm. wrestling fan. <laughs> wow. Wow. I don't even. Yeah. Who the yes, fuck you are you, man? Well, NWO anyway, or WWE? For this week's do review. Uh, after, uh, uh, God, after talking about it for many weeks now, uh, I finally had you guys watch the first episode of Legion. Uh, half episode. Or the first half of it, if you're a schmuck. Um, so, uh, Legion, for those of you who don't know, is the uh, Fox-produced television show um, that's uh, kind of running in accordance with the, um, the, the mutant X-Men universe. Uh, it focuses on a character who um, is from the Marvel comics, uh, a very interesting kind of broken mutant who uh, suffers from uh, schizophrenia. And I think they do a really fantastic job kind of portraying that on film. Um, but I wanted to know what were your guys' thoughts on this? I've, I've gone through the whole thing now. I've seen the season finale. I was entirely enthralled with it. But How many episodes I, uh, is it? Uh, it's eight episodes long. So not not terribly long at all, very consumable. 
I thought that the camera work was like it, it's the first thing that caught me was like the the, the cinematography. Yes, it, it, it kind of. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a shot where they pan over the top of the, the ping pong table. That's really really cool. It's just the whole that. Uh, it kind of almost puts you off. It puts you in a weird place, kind of like I, I could see where, like I told Robert earlier, I could see where if you were fucked up and you're watching that show, you'd feel like maybe you were fucked up. Yeah, if that makes any sense. No, 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 I, I get exactly what you're saying. You know, the, the so I dug it. I um, I haven't been this excited about a show coming away from the pilot since Lost. Since Samurai Jack. <laughs> Which Sorry. is also fantastic, but the pilot was. You like know what? Though, when I was ten and I saw the pilot for Samurai Jack, you're damn, damn Skippy. I'd agree with that. So, but everything was exciting when I was ten. <laughs> the, the costuming tells me that this thing is set in the seventies, but uh, then there's some other stuff that makes me think it's not, and so that's kind of throwing me off a little bit. Yeah, no, they, they, they do a really good job at kind of muddling, like, what exactly the time frame of this show is. Uh, it's really hard to differentiate what's actually going on and what are manifestations of the main character, uh, David, uh, what, what he's seeing, what he's going through, uh, which kind of puts everything in kind of a weird um, place. I'm also yes. having a fun time trying to figure out what's what uh sideshow characters are real and which ones are not so uh, all in all it's it's actually very um i think it it makes the abc marvel shows look stupid mm-hmm. um i don't know why we can't have more quality superhero tv shows like that because this is it's actually was really cool i thought i didn't know it was marvel until you guys said something um, supposedly, and I, I didn't find this out till later today, he's actually the son of Professor Xavier. Yep, that is true. So, Dick in a box. Is Professor Xavier's, uh, how did he just randomly keep, pop the kid out? Keep watching the show. <laughs> he's, he's, oh, <laughs> I knew it was too good to be. I actually thought this would be cool, and now it's going to be cheesy because it's dipped in all that fucking I mean, they do a, they do gay a, okay, comic so book arc thing. bullshit. They do a really, really good job with concealing all of it. They don't like they don't even like actually name drop or anything. Uh, there's a scene in like the second to last episode where they kind of reference uh, what could have happened. Um, but of course, it couldn't be its own original creative storyline. It's, it's got to be fucking book. backloaded with some. Well, then it's, they should it's lie based about off it. of a character that's been. <laughs> it's, it, this character's been around since I believe at least like the early '90s. Um, so I mean, he's got like an established his, history at this point in time. There yeah. is nothing you could have said that describes him better than. He was created in the early 90s. Yeah, well, I mean, 90% of the show is, or, or 90% of, like, his scenes throughout the series, I've noticed, are, like, him yelling at something, which, mm -hmm. like, there's there are so many other fantastic aspects of the show, but, like, it just seems like every episode, at least once, he's yelling at something. Uh, smashing a lamp in a basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's 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 like uh, he was listening to Nirvana when that happened. I'm sure stabbing oh. a guy in the face with a pen. Mm -hmm. Pearl Jam. Mm -hmm. I was the first thing that caught me was this was the scoring. Yes. Which, oh my um, god! Really I, solid. I I really dig on that. Um, I don't know if they did it intentionally or not, but it's got some weird like Stranger Things um, tones going on. Like they may have spliced that up a little bit, um, but that jumped out at me just because I think that a lot of shows play it very vanilla when it comes to scoring and music. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I, definitely well, embodies sort of the schizophrenic element in terms of the camera work and the music. I actually really, really liked it until you told me that it eventually will shit in its hand and then throw it at the screen. These things I, I, are prone to do. Really, I'm not at all it, surprised. It really doesn't. Like, give it, give it the first season. It's eight episodes. I know that's eight hours of your precious life. No, hell life, no. I'm like, not, not going to really wait seven good. hours to hear him say, "Charles Xavier is my dad." That I mean, <laughs> I, I, again, it doesn't even happen again, that way. They don't do that, but 
All right. He just he, he hang glides into a stadium to have sex with that girl, <laughs> and it's just filled with bald men. <laughs> that's the that's the only clue. That's the only hint they give. That was trippy. So <laughs> I, I'm I dig the uh, like. Do they watch him bang? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do all the bald men watch him have sex with? Yep. The woman? Yep. That's what happens. That's how they. That's how you know. Where's he hang glider? <laughs> Why does he have to hang glide in? Why wouldn't he? Is it because Magneto's got the doors shut? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I was they, liking... they, they do a yeah. really good job at not refer like they they genuinely don't reference like other than mutants and a handful of like uh, like vague references. They don't even really mention the movies. Um, like I said, there's one scene where they kind of allude to Professor X, but that's the extent of it in terms of that. They do a really good job at keeping this its own encapsulated story, um, which I think is uh, probably the best way to go about it. That being said, the uh, the guy who has played the main character, um, David, um, he has reached out to Patrick Stewart to try and get him to come on and make a cameo on the show as Professor X, which I'm not going to lie, I would be all about. Of course you would. I would there's never enough about that. There, there's never enough ways to connect the penises. Never. The fucking elephant walk of all elephant walks. Your Marvel universe. My you universe. universe. Yep. <laughs> Is that when you get divorced well, from the Unimind? I wish. <laughs> uh, the universe. So are the last other, guy other, on the cracker. Are there other mutants in the show? Oh yeah, no, there are, there are several of them. Um, of course, if, eventually, if, they'll, eventually there'll be a young Wolverine sighting. He'll be there. Because I say, if the sci-fi level graphics at the end of the first episode were anything to clue me in. Uh, oh, God, don't even I start mean, with me on sci-fi are, graphics. Wait till my X-Men. Yeah, it really felt. I will say that that was my one complaint. It really felt like they blew their budget. On um, suspending the kitchen uh, in a in a bubble around him. So, I mean, I would I, I would kind of agree with that, but uh, like, like most of the rest of the episode, I didn't really think required like too many really extraneous effects. The the scene with the the fire over the pool, uh, I think that could have been. Uh, a little better hand- handled, but I did. Yeah. I did really like so the, the scene, like the cinematography of the scene with him in the kitchen. Yeah, the the video game graphics immediately following the scene in the pool. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I would agree with. That. But yeah, so it was. A, I mean, it was a great trailer for Call of Duty Psychokinetic <laughs> something. <laughs> uh, lost lost the train of tra- thought on that one. I I, I liked it. it. Worked well enough. So, so I was digging on like young Michelle Pfeiffer No Touchy or whatever. That was like a cool character for a minute there. Um, which is pretty neat, but I don't know where that goes. Uh, it goes in I some was, interesting I, places. I was I was genuinely freaked out during the kitchen scene when the yellow eyed yeah. devil was sitting in the corner. Like when you see him, where where I can only presume that that's maybe the first time David saw him as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm assuming I've only seen one episode, so Um, it it seemed like that was a a meeting that uh, wasn't normal to David. So that's why I'm assuming that. But that that was I mean that was kind of freaked out. It was kind of a blink and you miss it um, moment, and then they kind of zoom in on him, and it's like oh that thing, but. The first time you see him on the screen, it's a little creepy. They have a lot of those yeah. like blink and you miss them moments, which I like. I really, really appreciate. Like the devil is always in the detail for like any show for me, and I think they do a really good job at just slipping stuff like that in. Was that a play on the yellow eyed devil? Yes, it was. Is this going to be a Matthew McConaughey first episode of that one True Detective? True novel? Detective. Yeah. Is there is there any is there any play? Eh, you know what? Never mind. I'll, I'll figure keep, it out keep, later. Keep watching because I'm going to keep watching. So it, it's worth it, it. Bought it. It bought more than one episode. That's for sure. Good. I'm I'm very glad that 
So, I, I, like I said, I saw the I saw the season finale. Uh, it, it's it's been really really strong for its first season. So, but yeah, that was my do review. It was it, you know what it was a good do review, Robert. I, I really enjoyed oh, it. Thank you. Yeah. And then there's <laughs> Nick. <laughs> and then there's Maud. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Godiva was a freedom fighter. <laughs> uh, Sings and giggles. One of my favorite Family Guy moments right there. When that fucking song goes on for like 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. It's up there with the ghost that's, that's scene is one of my than, favorites. That's better than, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Conway Twitty? No, that's, that's, that's very good. And we <laughs> actually did an ode to that right around episode 33. You should go check that out on the website. Um, <laughs> was it Roy Orbison? Yeah, we yep. did Roy Orbison instead. We uh, we recorded an episode, but like um, didn't. So rather than just uh, not do anything, uh, we released just a, an embedded YouTube clip of Roy Orbison singing, crying. Some best how'd that, how'd that right go there. over? It was the best we could do. <laughs> I was alright. It's our most undownloaded episode of all time. Because <laughs> there was nothing to download. There was literally nothing there to download. Just, which is I'll fine. Work. We've played it the best we can. It's fine. Did Everything's guys, fine. Did you, guys, did you guys watch The Walking Dead this week? No? Am I, the only I did. I was show? saving that for my geekery, though, strangely enough. Oh, I'll leave Ow. it alone then. We'll talk, talk about it then. Interesting. Okay. So, Not really. It, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and how did that make you feel? Shit. Um, weak in the bowels. Oh. Like like a like crying with weak? Roy Orbison. No, like uh, like um, whatever like is one step below E. coli. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that one. E- yeah, I think it's E. coli. Yep, that one. D. coli. That's that's the. What uh, would you consider just one that... step beneath that? Since we've broached uh, this topic now, the, the, the regular the, food the poisoning, Korean, the Korean okay. butt sludge issue of Cinco de Rhino, two thousand six. Oh, that was no. That's that's a step up. That was like that was somewhere between E. coli and bubonic plague. I've never it traveled. Seen it traveled a... via air, via touch, via osmosis. It was. I've never seen an illness spread so jack fast in my life. If anybody wow. had been able to leave the house, it might have spread through the Midwest. Like, yes, it's one of those overnight. Tremendous. Yeah, it's awful. Noted. Glad I missed that one. And yep. no one, and and really no one escaped it. Only like the like the small children and like the one in a hundred that's like naturally inoculated somehow. Stephen King's The Sit. Pretty much. I actually, I actually watched, like, uh, I watched uh, the OG like get sick and said to myself like, well, thank God I don't have it, and then instantly <laughs> also got sick. Right. Oh. It was to the point where people were just sitting around drinking Mountain Dew to stay hydrated and awake at all because all you could hold down and then immediately puking it up and then just laughing hysterically. It was like it was like the scene in Family Guy where they all take the Ipecac mm-hmm. and like and like <laughs> like violently vomit in the living room. It was almost like that. Yeah. Oh man. About fifteen it's... people all holding a bag. Sounds like a all nightmare. And then we st- was... and then and then we also all we we all decided that we should eat Mexican food, homemade Mexican food, like pans of enchiladas and like yeah, flam that too well thought out and fried plantains. And then we should all drink tequila and uh, drink Coronas and then poop everywhere. It was. I remember, <laughs> I remember going to sleep wearing four pairs of underwear and two pairs of pants, and it didn't do any good. <laughs> 
But it was only like a it was like a it was like a six hour flu. Right. Ugh. It purged by sunrise. It was almost like it was almost like if somebody were to come up to you and say, like, here's the deal. You're gonna I'm gonna guarantee you that you are in you're not gonna get the flu all year long. But you're gonna have one nine hour long, extremely violent flu. Would you take that deal? No, because I haven't had the flu in fifteen years. Everybody lost like twenty percent of their body weight, their liquid body weight in twelve hours. <laughs> it was tremendous. Oh shit. I remember that very vividly. I remember Paul yeah. actually calling me and saying, like, hey, I don't know what it is, but like my kids have some sort of sickness and it's like like it's the worst thing I've ever seen. I don't think we're coming. And I was like, fuck it. Fucking <laughs> just just get here and uh, pulling into the town limits. Connie got sick in the car and then they showed up to the house and now the kids have already all had it, but now Connie's got it. And then within, I mean, within 20 minutes, Paul had it. And then it was like, then, then of, it's, of course it's it like, airborne, uh, like Ebola. Of, of course, of course, Paul's family's sick. Like, of course they're sick. They're pussies. <laughs> and then and then within it's like it's it's like we were all eating bush meat <laughs> it was bad it was I remember bad. drinking a can of mountain dew and immediately vomiting nothing but a can of mountain dew <laughs> like right right back into the can and then he sealed it Put it back in the fridge. Like, no, into into the, <laughs> into the IGA bag and then outside into the garbage. <laughs> oh man, that was gross. That was gross. Awesome. My wife went on a like Lysol the house fucking fit for fucking weeks. I couldn't possibly imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> After that story, yeah. She ca- she called like that John Wick cleanup team. <laughs> I just had them come in and just yeah, just fucking. I'm gonna George need you to. We're gonna need you to make all this better, please. Thank you. We're gonna. Mm-hmm. There was a here tent over the house. Here's one gold we, coin. Right here's a gold <laughs> Florian. Do what you do. Here's one gold Florian. Do what you do. Send a raven upon completion. <laughs> we'll be, uh, no, I was going to keep going, but not a tangent. I want to go down. <sighs> so, who watched the April Fool's live stream? Uh, yes. Yep. Did huh? you think it For was a prank? Rick and Morty? I actually, um, I was going to go. I, I, I saw it on in in the group chat and ignored it, and then went to go watch Samurai Jack. And it was Rick and Morty instead. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You thought it was on it. Right. So. I loved it. I, I, I think amazing. I saw uh, it was like a day late because I did initially think that it was an April Fool's um, joke. And then uh, I realized that it was still streaming and was like, holy shit. All right. So. How many how many Ricks are there? Uh, significantly fewer now. Well, that's what I'm getting at. A lot of them died. Yeah, he said there were uh, in the first episode that he uh, introduces the Citadel of Ricks. Um, a couple of thousand <laughs> versions of him had band together. The Citadel of Ricks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Citadel of Ricks, the secret headquarters for the Council of Ricks. Nick, did you watch it? Did you watch the Rick and Morty episode? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, skadoosh. What a shame. It's not on it. a platform that I own. Uh, it we literally we in the group you, chat. Yeah, we send a link for you to... You, you can, you can watch on. it in messages. Oh, I thought that was just. I don't know. 
stuff. Well played, Nick. <laughs> well played. You need hey, watch. I barely had time to watch half of Legion, all right? Fuck off. <laughs> Let me tell you, I, I would say, though, I would almost at this point don't watch it. Um, you have a Hulu now. I do. Watch Rick and Morty on Hulu. Uh, just start from the beginning. There is no, you know how like, if you've never seen Arrested Development, or if you've never seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I would tell you like for Always Sunny, like start at episode seven, because it's really not that good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Start starting like episode seven of season one. They find like what they're trying to do, and then from there on out, I think Always Sunny is a great TV show. Uh, Arrested. I know you've been a big backer, but I just. Uh... Yeah. Oh, I love that show. Oh, it's fantastic. But what I'm getting at is, with 50, Rick and 50. Morty, just watch episode one. Because there is no building up to stride. It is go from it's the good start of episode get. one. It's, I was, yes. yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll think about it. Wait till you get to Rixty Minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I that's, love that's great episode. Two brothers. <laughs> I love that the guy at that point and in time like loses his armada. shit like halfway through the skit. <laughs> Nick, I promise you that once you see ants in my eyes, Johnson, <laughs> it'll change you'll, your you'll life. You'll be, you'll begin to refer to people as ants in my eyes, Johnson. <laughs> It's a bit of a mouthful of a moniker. <laughs> it's fucking great, though. It's great. So what did you All think right. about how they released it, though? I think that's brilliant. I agree. It uh, wasn't really a prank. So why... No, I... Okay. Well, well, the thing, the thing that made it a prank from... Like, the, like, oh, it's a TV prank or whatever, is that they released it... And then they turned off the live stream, and you're not supposedly be able. Uh, you're not supposed to be able to get it anywhere. Like you can't find it. It's not on Hulu. It's not on the Cartoon Network website. You can only find it on places where people like recorded it, and then have posted it. Okay. So that's that's where it's a prank from that level. But I think the actual prank is making people think that the 1998 McDonald's Szechuan sauce was good. <laughs> to the point where now it's like McDonald's is getting enough tweets that they're like responding to it and like the head chef is trying to decide whether or not to bring it back and how to bring it back. Now, Joe, are you telling me that you can't see that episode unless you watch the stream? Correct. I have it on my DVR. Well, I mean, if you DVR it, if you if you recorded it, then you can watch it. And if you, you can find it online where people have pirated it. But you can't. There's no official way to watch it anymore. Oh, okay. I was just saying yeah. they played it on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they 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 haven't played it on Cartoon Network since, and they're not. Oh, okay. From what I understand, they're not going to play it on Cartoon Network again until season three actually starts this summer. So because I had Rick and Morty set to record on any time there's a new episode, my DVR picked it up and recorded it, which is why I have it. Correct. Exactly. And now I don't ever remember having the Szechuan sauce. I don't either. I, I didn't like don't. McDonald's in 1998. How, how do we know it's bad? I mean, I guess I suppose we, we don't. It's like it's like Schrodinger's sauce. <laughs> it's both good and bad until you taste it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just I just assume uh, if it were if it were something that was actually good, McDonald's would have brought it back somewhere along the line. Like all day breakfast. Well, now did you see that the, the official Rick and Morty Twitter tweeted McDonald's and said, "Do you want in on this?" <laughs> and McDonald's responded by just <laughs> McDonald's official Twitter response to that was just "Wubba love a dub dub." <laughs> That's so, amazing. I what? Mean, <laughs> see, exactly. Watch the fucking show. <laughs> I'm, it's Nick and. and Wubble of a dub dub is is actually a bird person. <laughs> McDonald's response to "Do you want in on this?" is, "I am in great pain. Please help me." Yes. Yes. 
<laughs> I feel like there's something deeper here that I'm not understanding, but it's okay. There is. That should be abs- as funny to me as it is. Oh. You see, Nick. You're pushing uh, up my glasses. You lost me week. in Szechuan sauce. I've I've been. Reading other things. Um, Bird Person and Rick go way back. Way back. They, uh, yeah, they, they're they actually fugitives uh, from the government. Um, they're, uh, they're war buddies. So. Fighting against the Prince of Federation. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, the, the uh, Wikipedia has already updated the bird person page. Yes. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, there's an entry in there for Phoenix person. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, in the ending credits of the Rick Shank Redemption, Tammy and the Gromflamites resurrected bird person in a cyborg suit and renamed him Phoenix person. Although Tammy wanted his name to be Cyberbird, but didn't push hard enough to make that a thing, she settled on Phoenix person and took off with him. <laughs> ah, it's so fucking good. Uh, I can't wait bird, to see how that in pays bird off. culture. This is considered a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> I was approaching got... infertility, and then I met you. Now there is still a chance. I am, I am yours until my death. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you gotta watch it. It's fucking uh-huh. great. You gotta watch it, and you gotta be, you gotta just you you I you need three Jamesons, mm-hmm. and you need to just you just need to fucking just watch do it. it. And when you get to Reverse Giraffe and Pencil Lester, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Ghost, in a, know. Ghost I, in a jar. I will try and carve out some time. Mister Poopy Butthole. Mm-hmm. Um, Hammerai and Amish Cyborg. <laughs> God. <laughs> of all of all the episodes of TV I've ever seen, I, I I watched that episode and I thought to myself, "There's no greater show to have helped write than that episode right there," because it was they were sitting, the writers were sitting around the table saying. Literally, like literally anything. Nothing What's is off the table. Of? And then he said, "Like, uh, what about Amish Cyborg? Perfect. Amish Cyborg's going to be in the show. Uh, how about a, how about Reverse Giraffe? Yes, Reverse Giraffe is in. That's like a, a uh, what about like a like a refrigerator? That's the help. <laughs> what about Sleepy Gary? He's just <laughs> uh, he's just a guy named Gary who wears like a sleepy like a like a pajama hat." And he's just, he's Sleepy Gary. Oh, and he's gay. <laughs> With Jerry. And he's Beth's husband. Uh, and he's Beth's husband. Right. <laughs> exactly. What a fucking brilliant, brilliant show. <sighs> it's so good. Don't we have any good memories, Pennsylvester? <laughs> oh. And that's like a walking, that's like a pencil with uh, eyes and feet, Nick, just so you're wondering. Of course. Oh God, it's fucking great! It's magical. It is so fucking good. <sighs> but yeah, that's yeah. Just, so watch it, that's, Nick. That's, that's that's so good. I can't. This is the three of us. This is like a reverse intervention. We want you to do more, Nick. So, so mm-hmm. do it. Do it. Just do it. Just do it. Stick it. Stick it all the way up there. <laughs> it's too much. Too much. <laughs> Too much. Truth is, you're as dumb as they come, Morty. <laughs> uh, step on a line, please. Wait, what, 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 why is he got to step on a line? Oh, he's got to go through the new machine. Random check. They, uh, it tells you if there's things stuck way up your butt, all the way up your butt. <laughs> Run, Morty. <laughs> oh boy, Nick, I'm off one, killing again. At one point, Nick, if he's he sends he sends Morty to go get these crystals <laughs> because they're like the Calaxian whatever yeah the Calaxian right crystals. they're the crystals that are gonna like they're gonna like save somebody's life he tells them and so Morty like 
trials and tribulations and like somebody dies. Aberdolph Linkler sacrifices himself. Aberdolph Linkler, that's right. The perfect mix of Abraham Lincoln and Adolf Hitler. A morally neutral super leader. (laughs) I don't even know what to do with that. So he shows up. He shows up, and he gives the crystals to Rick because now Rick can use the crystals to save somebody's life or whatever he fucking told them they do. And Rick crushes them up on the table, snorts them, and says like, "Like, rubber, rubber, dub, dub." Yeah, yeah. Hey, rubber, rubber, dub, dub. I thought they were going to say these lines save us, Rick. They, they, did, they did save us. They saved us from this lame ass party. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Aberdolf Linkler. I forgot about him. A morally neutral super leader. <laughs> Jesus. Nick, it's brilliant. You would love I, it. I'm understanding that. <laughs> on on that happy note, um, have you been geeking on anything besides Rick and Morty? Right? Me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I sure have. Um, did a lot of you know, did a lot of yard work this week. Well, up until the fucking deluge. Mm. Geeking but, on uh, yard work, I guess, could be a show title. Oh well, um, I have no yard. I just have dirt and mud. Um, so any chime, any time, any chime, any chime, any t- any time I get a chance, urban to, like, farming, spruce that up a little bit. Uh, we spent the whole weekend last weekend, and uh, and uh, a little bit on Monday, like laying mulch and all that stuff. Um, so that was cool. And then, uh, I made Italian beefs, uh, for the start of the baseball season, which was awesome. Um, was very happy with, with how that turned out and it's baseball season. Uh, so I'm geeking on the Cubs again a lot. And then, uh, last but not least, uh, I purchased and just received today a ukulele. Fantastic. Which I don't know how to play. But I'm gonna try to learn. So I now play the ukulele. Excellent. Good for you. I can have Mackenzie teach now. you. She's uh, she's actually really good at. It. She has three. I would I would love that. Uh, she has an electric a, uh, uke. If that blows your mind. I have an electric. The ukulele I have is uh, is acoustic electric. Um, well, um, and it's a dumb. it's a. Double negative equals positive. It, it's it's acoustic, but it only plays buzzing noises. It's not right. really. It's a it's a it's it, it can be played plugged in or not plugged in is what I should have said to an amp. Um, did you also order an amp? No, God no. So I don't, I don't play the bass guitar, Nick. I play the ukulele. <laughs> I, I, we don't we don't know anybody who would midlife crisis via bass guitar. <sighs> Just ter- oh, like geez. form of bass guitar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Form of puddle. <laughs> I picture uh, you yeah. plugging that uke in like the intro to Back to the Future. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, what song I want to learn how to play. And then I said to myself, stop it, Ryan. Just learn how to play it first. Yeah, you figure so, out some chords there. Right. I can, do, I can do a nice uh, A minor C thing, but that's just holding down one string on one fret. Oh, so. You're getting somewhere. But I'm getting there. I just say, hey, about, yes, that's one note more than I can play on the ukulele. I just so. got it about six hours ago. So give me a... Nice. Me, I'll I'll check back in with you next week. Maybe I'll play you something. Oh. Hey, one note every six hours is pretty. <laughs> yeah, well, on a four-stringed instrument. Yeah. So anyway, well, you and the OG will be playing "Give It Away" now within probably two weeks. Right? <laughs> the 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 ukulele like a, like a ska version, version of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like a, well, call call uh, Huey up and have him come play his trumpet in your ska like, band. Like that one time Flea and Jason Mraz got together to play some Chili Peppers cover some... tunes. <laughs> that makes yeah. angels cry. Oh, God. Only during mm. a cold November rain. <laughs> Easy, Axl Rose. 
How about how about you, Base? What you been geeking on this week? Uh, I've actually been going through and freshening up on some D&D 3.5 cuz a couple of my friends are getting ready to throw together a campaign. And may I ask may I ask why 3.5 and not it's, like and not like 5th edition or something more recent? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we've played a lot of 5th edition. Uh, the, the group that uh, I, I generally play with, we rotate around different systems and things along those lines. We just kind of like get a feel for a bunch of weird ones. Um, and these guys uh, played 3.5 a lot back in uh, you know, college and high school and stuff like that. So they, uh, they feel very comfortable with the system. And uh, it's been they forever just, they, since... They love FACO? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, we've been uh, looking at that, and I forgot. This is like my wet dreams for systems. Like it's just crunching numbers, and like it's everything that you hate about a role playing, like uh, a mainstream role playing right. game. Like numbers, min maxing, like feats for days, like so many different kinds of cross classing, just building really calculating s- air resistance. Exactly, fantastic mm-hmm. shit. So I, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to that. So you love cross class. I, I feel like it's the opposite of fantastic shit. Just by the the literal definition of fantastic, <laughs> meaning of or having to do with fantasy. <laughs> Touche, Joe. Yeah, Joe. What, what, about, yes. what have you been geeking on, Joe? Out of out of out of chaos comes order. And <laughs> God. Out of out of simplicity comes complexity. <laughs> on- and now that I've said that, I can be the Iron Fist. So that's cool. On that note, what have you been geeking on, Joe? <laughs> oh, uh, almost one hundred percent just Rick and Morty. Uh, I I found a a pirated stream of that uh, as quickly as I could, and I've seen it about eight times this week. Good. Uh, four of them were yesterday. Good. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, I've been reading through. Um, uh, book burners on cereal box, which is fantastic. Yes. Mm. So, um, the audio version is also very, very well done. I agree. I've, I've listened to a little bit of it. I've mostly been doing the reading cause I'm, I'm a faster reader than the audiobook person. And I just want to consume it faster or maybe I'm letting it consume more. me. I don't know where the demon is. Yes. I, <laughs> now, have you noticed that if, 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 if you start listening to the book and then decide to switch to the reading they've they've already they've caught the book up to mm-hmm. where you stop listening to and that is that is phenomenal it's really great um and it also works the other way around does it work the other way around okay I was just uh, it's no, it's I it might that. it's off it might be off by about 30 seconds because it just knows what page you're on sure um but yeah yeah, as long as you have the audio downloaded, you can switch over to the audio and you'll be within about 30 seconds of, of where you need to be. They're so digestible. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's excellent. And it's, oh, man, I, I love it. I love I love everything about it. I'm very excited. So good. Yeah. Nick, how about you? What are you geeking on this week? Damn near nothing. Um I have had, uh, as I've heard before, just not a whole lot of free time as evident by my half legion hour. Um, got some new uh, job things going on, so extra busy. But I did uh, take a little time earlier this week uh, with the wife to finish up Walking Dead, um, getting caught up. I was quite a ways behind her, so I've kind of been cramming that in and we sat down and watched the last the last two episodes of this season um so i'm almost embarrassed to even call that geeking because it's kind of doo-doo but that's uh it was interesting i suppose not quite sure what all the ruckus is about but an hour well spent (laughs) (laughs) uh uh, verbally nonplussed. Yeah. That's 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 about what I got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me giggle. 
uh, anticlimactic comes to mind, but yeah. There's oh, that. Oh, and uh, Ghost in the Shell has officially been classified a flop. So oh wow! Oh, yeah. Was that a, was that a, ever in doubt? No, no, really. no. It's just it's it's been like a, um, it's just like officially now a flop. Yeah. I uh, I don't remember if I said this on the show or not, but I finally found out the movie theater near me has five dollar Tuesdays, and I was gonna go see a movie yesterday for five dollars, and then I found out that the only movie they had playing was Ghost in the Shell, and so I didn't go. Are they gonna say a sound life? Sound choice. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Paramount is saying it was the uh, whitewashing controversy that sunk it. Um, I'm saying it was the writing. Yeah. Did you see it? Did I see it? Yes. Of course you did. So, well, I have another podcast Nothing sacred. We watch movies. Nothing sacred to so, you. Just throwing that out there. Nothing sacred to me. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Well, that was our first banter cast of the year. Was it was really? It? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. 11 episodes in. I don't know. Maybe there's been others. <laughs> yeah, boy. Speaking with such certainty, I, I like it. I see him. Total noncommittal. <laughs> well, log on to uh, Bass's bootleg Twitter feed and vote for the final four. And, uh, you know, this is your first time listening. Don't let it deter you. It's a hit or miss program. It's it's actually on our regular Twitter feed, um, oh. but we will all retweet it. Um, so there's that. Woot woot. I don't get that reference. Lick 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 my balls. <laughs> Ricky Tikki Tabby tastes bad. I think Ricky Tikki Tabby's my favorite. Yeah. I think it's excellent. <laughs> And then, like four episodes later, when he says it, and he's like, "You remember? You remember? Remember when I say that? <laughs> I say I say that all the time. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you got to watch it. I'm sure it's tremendous. It is. Watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, you, if you like How plugs, is this fair we'll... trial. Our lawyers are Morty. Some... Oh my God. Plugs for everyone. Butt plugs. You're you're a butt plug. You're a you got a flared base. Uh, <laughs> bye <laughs> sometimes this show ending is like when you have like a high school girlfriend and you're don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes or YouTube or follow us on SoundCloud be sure to comment, like, review, leave cynical comments, or call Nick mean names. He likes when you do that. Hey everybody, GCR here. Check us out at patreon.com slash geekcastlive. It's where you can find bonus content, bonus episodes, pictures of Rob naked, pictures of Nick fully clothed, picture of Joe drinking coffee, and pictures of me riding a horse. Yes, riding a horse. That's patreon.com slash geekcastlive. Check us out and help out where you can. If you haven't gotten to know the guys at Wayward Raven yet, stop and do it now. No, we'll wait. Okay, good. Because even if you haven't been into comics before, we dare you to resist damn heroes. They have awesome products for fans of all kinds. When you find something that moves you, be sure to use our discount code. You know what it is, neckbeard, to save 15% off when you buy. Check them out at waywardraven.com. Be sure to follow us on iTunes by searching GeekCast Live, and while you're at it, subscribe and leave us a review.
into my crib.